Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die. It feels like it's been forever. Carlos, I've missed you so very much. How, so are, much you, how are you doing? I haven't seen you since Gen Con. I know. Have you uh, recovered? Are you are you okay? Yes, I am doing great after Gen Con. I was so busy. You Actually, you bring this up, and I completely blocked out Gen Con. And I was like... <laughs> so- I don't know if this happens. Yeah, I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but you get to a point where you're so busy that if you as soon as you're done doing something, it gets filed away in the big box that's marked the past. Mm-hmm. And Gen Con might as well have been like 1997 right now because it's yeah. just like it's done and it's over in a box over there and I've moved on to other things and forgotten it completely happened. too. Yeah. Yeah, when I think of Gen Con, I think of uh, Never Been Kissed coming out that year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, right. you know, like, that's all I think about. Uh, yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony had that hit on the radio. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that was my Gen Con. Uh, I was really busy. I was super busy. I was doing interviews and mm-hmm. uh, running, help running panels and stuff uh, for Roll20. So I really didn't have any time to myself except for that last day until that day. Uh, I got to walk around the floor, but I did try to see Katie a few times, uh, but that didn't happen. (laughs) Her booth booth was blowing up every time I walked by it. And I was just like, okay, whatever. She's wow. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. Well, I'll make it up to you. Are you doing, we're doing game hole con. We're all going to be buds there. Oh yeah, we're doing game hole con. That's gonna be fun. Gonna be buds at game hole con. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. <laughs> no, I, I, this is my solemn promise to you. Wait, we live in the same city too. We live like probably okay. we probably live like ten minutes away from each other. <laughs> well, so this, this is definitely know a thing. This. Yeah, this is definitely a thing, right? Where you like the the internet does this, where you're like. I get to hang out with these people every week. And you're like, wait, but we live in the same city. I can hang out anytime I want. You're like, but I get to hang out with them every week. Cause I have, I definitely have friends in Vancouver that I, I never see in real life, but I, I played games with every week for Mm -hmm. years online. Yeah. Like Logan Dean, like Logan Dean, I run into at cons all the time. He lives five minutes from me and we just always meet up at cons or, you know, events and stuff like that. It's so weird, Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you've got videos coming out or are you done? Have you taken everything you did for Gen Con? And it's like, it's, up. um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, cool. I think, Oh, there's a video coming out today. Uh, uh, me and you, mm-hmm. we did, did a panel together on how to stream your tabletop. It's really funny, Adam. Like, yeah, uh, first good. of all, we're hilarious. <laughs> one. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else knows this, but Carlos and I are very funny. <laughs> Number one, we're funny. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I believe there's a blank check reference in there too. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Number, number How two. How often do you reference blank check? Really, truly, because I feel like there's been a blank check reference with Pretty all awesome. of us reference as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really good movie. It's a great it's, film. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Criterion Collection to come out. <laughs> I feel like this is a thing that happens with with like groups that make content where you pick a, you end up picking like a movie or a song or whatever. And it just comes up a lot. Like it just gets brought up. And I think, yeah, I think blank check is one of those for, for us. Absolutely. I'm like that with my, uh, my buddy, Nick, who I do improv with, yeah. uh, where we we're both like movie people in the same age and whatnot, but we'll quote goodwill hunting in, in improv scenes. And like, now it just feels scripted. Like at this right. point, it just doesn't <laughs> feel like improv. It just feels like we're doing scenes out of goodwill hunting. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. 
but I That's went over exactly the what I want. Mm-hmm. I, I went over the panel and I edited uh, some some funny things inside it. So uh, nice. anyone watching this right now, uh, go to Roll Twenty's YouTube page after uh, this show, and I believe it will be live at that time. And it's a pretty funny panel. Nice, nice. That's always it's always cool, like being able to, and I, I love that stuff too. Like, cause I so much of what I do is uh, is live that when I get to see something that's actually edited and then has like cuts to other stuff, it it's always so mystifying to me. I'm like, yeah, I was in the middle of a sentence, then you made it funnier by throwing in this other thing, and it's just like, yeah, it's great. It was really fun to do, and like I didn't do that with anyone else's panels because like I don't want to tread on their stuff, but like I know you won't care, and yeah. it was actually really funny. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. That's exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. Have yeah, you uh, have you been? I mean, I know I know some stuff that you've been up to, but have you been up to anything else that's exciting since Gen Con? Because Gen Con was a thousand years ago. What have I been up to? Have I been up to other stuff? Yeah. Have you done anything? Anything good? I don't know. Not I'm going trying... to conventions. I started. I started working out. I don't know if I've told you guys that. I think I remember you mentioning it. How is it going? <laughs> I go every morning, mm-hmm, every nice. single morning I go to the gym and I bike between 15 and 20 miles. Very good. While working on stuff the entire yeah. time. Really <laughs> cool. Have you guys ever been to the gym before? It's like, first of I all, have, the gym's I stuck. hate it. <laughs> it's really bad when you like want to get in shape. It's really bad. Okay. Like when you're like, Oh, I'm fat. I need to work out more, whatever. Go to the gym just to get work done. It's phenomenal. Like I bring my iPad, I'll bring a book, I'll like watch YouTube videos and I'll just be like, it's great guys. Stop thinking about coffee shops. Just stop it. (laughs) Stop it right now. Just go to the gym and work out while you work on stuff in the morning. Yeah. Adobe, Adobe after effects works better if you are doing crunches (laughs) in between uh, edits. Uh, I don't know if you guys use, uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're using the Microsoft suite, make sure you're doing burpees when you're in Excel. (laughs) Right. Turn on burpee mode and then you're good to go. Perfect. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Hot tips. I like it. Anything, anything that can help anybody exercise when they do not want to, I feel like is a good tip because even if it's but not going to work for me, it might work for somebody else. Yeah. And that's the thing. Cause like I would barely go to the gym maybe once a week, if that, you know, like maybe twice a month, three times a month. And I'd always be like, Oh, I don't want to go to gym. When am I going to work out? What's my plan? Oh, great. Now there's too many people lifting weights. So I'm too shy to wait. I'm just going to go uh, mm-hmm. run on the treadmill. And then it's just like, how long do I have to be on this thing before I can go home and watch the good wife <laughs> guys watching the good wife? Because it's good. <laughs> it's right in the name. <laughs> it's right in the name. Some, I end every episode with one of her. She has a line. If she has a line, I'll just be like, this is yeah, the eponymous wife. Cause I'm the good wife. Like it's, it's a good show. I recommend <laughs> it. But yeah, don't build up the gym. Just go like it's a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to the gym, order a latte, sit around there for eight hours, use up the table. Don't give anybody else any room. Perfect. Yeah. But at oh the gym God. instead. There's a woman that gets on the bike next to me today. There's 12 bike. There's 12 bikes and she mm-hmm. sits right next to me and she's on the bike going like this and she's yelling the lyrics in her headphones. Yes. <laughs> Why? No. This lady sounds great. What Why? what songs is she yelling? 
Like, I don't what's know. Your jam? I couldn't even make him out. I just kept putting in my earphone like bigger. Uh, next time, no, next time you're there, that's your job is to figure out what songs and then hum them the next time you see this person with their headphones off and see if they notice. <laughs> just build a songbook of their their greatest hits and then I should just stand in front of her and dance. Dance to her <laughs> Yeah, like, right. that's what I should Hold the lighter up, wave your arms yeah, around in the air. That's the power play. That's mm-hmm. what I have to do. Yeah, no, I I was I've never seen someone do that before. If you're a person that do, that does that, email me. <laughs> email me and tell me why. <laughs> I really want to know. What? Like what's that? Does it maybe it increases, maybe it hypes obviously it hypes her up in some type of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I'm very much aware of what my hands are doing when I'm alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how is she not at all nervous when she's singing this song about other people. I don't know. A seeming lack of, of self-awareness can be a very powerful thing. Sometimes I think I am, I'm in the same boat as you Carlos. I'm like constantly aware of the thing, everything around me, everything I'm doing very like, I don't want to interrupt anybody or get into anybody's space, but every once in a while when someone's able to escape that and then just like belt it out while they're on the treadmill, I have to appreciate that even though it's also like kind of annoying. That's true. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely appreciate like people that can just do it. You know, people that go to Live restaurants by themselves. Yeah. Who are those? Oh, see, I love, I love that. I go every, oh. everywhere I can go by myself. I'll do it. I go to the movies alone. I go to a restaurant. I don't, I love oh. it. No, it's the best. Oh. People are looking at you, Adam. Don't you know that? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wow, I wonder who this cool guy is. Who's he waiting for? What's his deal? What's he on the run from? And I just look over them and I take a drag of my cigarette and I put my sunglasses on. I'm like, yeah. And then I disappear into the night. You can't smoke in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. God, fuck. I'm I'm just trying to be cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I mean, I think there's something, there's something to be said for being able to enjoy yourself in relative isolation, even when you're around other humans. I, I feel that especially now, given how much conventioning I'm doing, mm. um, I want I know the answer, Katie, but I'm going to ask you anyway, how was Dragon Con? Tell, tell me about that. Oh, you went once, to yes, I was at Dragon Con. And once I feel like the anime energy cleansed from my soul, I'll be better, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm, more Katie may less anime. That's, that's it that's actually, I printed that on a t-shirt and then I wore it for all four days <laughs> you need you need a t-shirt that has your name and anime written on it and then anime crossed off <laughs> oh, um, like yeah I think like a, an eternal plague on any on any convention that also does Labor Day on Monday Yeah, that's too many days sorry I don't make the rules but that's too many days <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was a lot of, yeah, nope, it's, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do any panels or anything. I was like strictly on the vending floor though. So that was like a lot because it was like a very beautiful booth full of very nice handmade things. And then it was just like anime boobs uh, <laughs> yes. like that mm-hmm. every, every booth. And it just became a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought an oven mitt with D twenties on it though. So I'm good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I have never, I've never been to, to Dragon Con, but it's my understanding that it is the cosplay convention. Yes, um, it is. Did you see any it cool was, cosplay? 
Yes, there was a lot. Um, there was there's actually like a lot of like critical role cosplay, which I wasn't expecting because there wasn't like a critical role presence. But critters turn out, man. Yeah, that that community I think uh, does yeah a lot of cosplay. Um, yeah, I've seen yes a great deal of it myself. Yeah, so so D and D D and D got its rep. It was nice. It mm-hmm. was cute. Um, I I loved all the Janets from the good places I saw though. Those were my favorite. oh, that's so yes. cool. Mm-hmm. It's coming oh, back. Um, yeah, I heard that. The, yeah. Yes, I can't wait. Ugh, the good place is so good. I want to do right it there in the name. It's just the good place. <laughs> just oh. like that show, but that wife. They're both That's good. Yeah, I just want to do the crossover. The good place meets the good wife. <laughs> <laughs> I think for a while, I definitely thought that they were the same show. When I'm I heard people talk so it's a good show. Everyone needs to watch it. Like. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound good and I didn't believe people who told me to watch it and I don't know how to sell it. Like they sold it to me. Right. Yeah. You got roped in and now you don't know how to get anybody else to watch. Yeah. This is very much, I'm, I'm going to be the lowest member on a pyramid scheme. I already know (laughs) guys. It makes sense. Just get two of your friends. (laughs) So easy. I've got friends. The sale. And that's why we've elected to not play Dungeons and Dragons today, but instead show the pilot of The Good Wife. That's right. Yeah, this is this is now an improvised The Good Wife LARP. Uh, yeah. So, okay. yeah, let me just Tips switch. The Good Wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just trying to be a good wife, guys. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be somewhere out there. This is a great opportunity to make like a werewolf like clone <laughs> make it the werewife and then Who's it's the a tie-in for the show and you have to figure out who the good wife is amongst a group of wives oh, i'm sold it's good i don't know anything about i'm designing a game for a show good. i've never seen oh, so 15 points and good but only three in wife so <laughs> oh i see so it's like a lasers and feelings thing where you have two stats goodness yeah. and wife and you have to you can only use one or the other and as wife goes up good goes down okay all right yeah yeah. Good. Good. Okay. Game design. It's happening. Wife is my dump stat. Is the new teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really digging all this this Katie May merch we're inventing today. Wife is my dump stat, and less anime, more Katie May. Perfect. 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 I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. Um, but Dragon Con was okay, and it's over now. Do you have do you have another thing or is this like you have some breathing room? New York City Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. October. I've heard it's fun. Yeah, I'm excited to go. But until then, perpetual rest. Yeah, good call. That's a smart. I'll move. wake up for only Jace Bellerin must die. But then I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Jace Bellerin must die. Katie May must slumber. Yes. I'm into it. That's good. Get you know, get as much rest as is humanly possible for the rest of us yeah. who don't have time to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm praying for you. <laughs> and I know that in like five years I will beat you, so I'm like terrified. Only more and more scared. <laughs> That's right, kids. Adam Coble, a grim vision of your future. Just wait. <laughs> You'll be just like me when you grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of role models, Masood, how you been doing? Your Instagram, as always, is fantastic. Thank you for sharing oh, thank- your life with us. Oh, thank you. You know, it is uh, what it's there for. Um, I- <laughs> yeah, inspiration. <laughs> Uh, inspiration. Um, no, my life's been good. It's been busy, man. Um, just been like working. I've got a show that's opening 
this weekend um, at Seven Wolf. We're doing uh, two nights on the sixth and seventh. Uh, it's called Big Little Eyes. It's by Stir Fire Night, Chicago's all Asian uh, improv group. Uh, oldest Steve Yoon and Dan Pudi are some of our alumni. This is all the boilerplate I need to say. I love it. Uh, I love it. I love yeah, it. yeah, Friday nights. Yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> but uh. Oh, wow. Uh, 22 years, they say. Um, me, not so much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, right now, though, uh, we've just got the show kind of, so we're doing a lot of writing for that. I've got to, I'm also doing like all the sound cues. So after this, I have to pull all of that, which will be a fun just time of me going to that website and copy pasting this youtube clip on repeat multiple times <laughs> what's your favorite sound cue what sound cue is your favorite oh a wilhelm scream <laughs> oh okay. uh like without a doubt um but yeah i like a so good wilhelm yeah a good wilhelm scream um i had a show on Last Saturday or last Friday, where I did some sand, uh, solo material that ended up going very well. That oh, was also nice. a, that was also a fun show. Then I went to the Wonder Museum in Chicago, which uh, for folks who haven't been, it is Wonder with no vowels. So already, mm-hmm. you can understand what type of place we're getting into. <laughs> uh, it's a it's an Instagram museum, is how I describe. I, I've it. definitely, I've definitely seen photos of this of this place. Yes, right, right. It's just um, a lot of. I really enjoyed it truly for the visual, like like existing in a three dimensional space and seeing how that two D photo comes out the way it looks like. Yeah, like what 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 is occurring to give that effect and like how it then is represented. Uh, that I really enjoyed. Um, like there's one room that's like a Willy Wonka room where like one person stands on one end and you see massive and the other person stands the other tiny. Um, and I like in a three dimensional space is like, Oh, the floor is slanted. There's these lights that are at different angles lighting up against it. But then when you take a photo, when you look at it from a very specific point of view, it then creates it like, so like that's like, Oh, cool. Optics lights. Uh, just mind games. The NSA is pulling on all of us. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love it. You got to know your master. It's, um, it's really, it is really funny watching those kinds of really basic things like mess with your brain though. Where like right, you yeah. can, you can say to yourself like, Oh, well it's obviously just a trick of the eye. But then when you actually look at it, you're like, Oh my God, it's real. And your brain so is just real. so easily tricked. Yeah. Like on, on my Instagram, there's uh, me standing over a planet where like my feet are like lit up and like, I went there uh, and like my partner was with me and she asked me, like, how did they do it? I was like, it's probably just pressure plates that are underneath that trigger this like, <laughs> motion pattern that do it. And then I looked at the photo. I was like, it's cool, man. It looks cool. I don't know what to tell you. That's, you know, but, I think yeah. that's, that's a really nice and kind of a rare feeling. Cause it's so easy to be like just cynical about everything all the time. And things are usually garbage. But if somebody shows you a fun photograph of you and them and you're like, I look big and you look small and it actually <laughs> makes you happy. Like I, I figure take it, take, take right. the joy where you can get it. Even if part of your brain is just like you dumbass, it's just lines <laughs> on a wall. Just stop it. It's nothing's fun. Shut up. Get back to work. Is this the voice in your head? Yes. That's what it sounds like. That's what cynicism sounds like. It's just like kind of a slightly tough dude. who's just like pushing me around. Yeah. Hi, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. It's a cynical Australian. <laughs> Put down that crocodile and get back to it. Yeah. 
Perfect. I want to call you the Wizzle Wizzle. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Anybody else got a good Australian accent we can throw around? Or no. <sighs> good day, my. No, no, not there. Yeah. <laughs> Ch- Ch- Cheerio. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good I like stuff. that with magic, right? Like when when I see someone who knows how yes. to do a card trick, I'm like wowed and amazed. But if I watch it on television, I'm like, I don't care. You're going to make the statue <laughs> disappear. It's like oh, whatever. Yeah. Do it in person and I will be amazed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because then it's like I didn't, I didn't see the sleight of hand. Like, and I was yeah. present for it. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah, like there's it. there's something like there's something really fun about that that you you have that sort of gleeful or delighted response to being tricked, basically. And it's something that like we have as kids, like just little babies, right? Because like hey, kids love like peekaboo and stuff, and it's all just about that surprise. But then most like mostly you grow out of that stuff. But there's some part of everybody's brain, I think, still that that has that like you see a magic trick and you're just like, oh my god, what just happened? I don't understand. I'm so confused. And it's like, and your immediate response is to laugh about it. Yeah. I love it. Cause like how often, I don't know. Are you like amazed in your daily life? There's so many amazing things that like are so incredibly complicated mm. that we can't even be amazed at it anymore. Like mm. my cell phone is so freaking amazing. And I have <laughs> no idea how it works or why it works. Like I know it makes me upset sometimes and I know I can't live without it. But like, yeah, I'm not going to accomplish that. Show me two cards and make one of them disappear. And I understand what happened. here. <laughs> like, like, yeah, there were two. Now there's one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think I think that's a great that's a great thing to try to be able to do to just like ha- be surprised sometimes. Like that's just you, you go through so much of your life just like predicting and expecting everything that having something like legitimately just like startle you in a fun way can be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Surprises. We're getting old. We're, getting, well, <laughs> right. we're all grown up. <laughs> we're into surprises now. <laughs> I think I just, I just want to feel like I haven't seen and done everything. Well, you could just end the sentence. This. I just want to feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is Sorry. the part where I, I hit the button that turns the screen all everything grayscale and play some Jan Arden or something. We can all feel kind of sad for a minute. It's good. It's good. That's good. Well, Let's do something surprising today. Let's let's play a role playing game and let's see what? if we accidentally light our friends on fire with secret bombs. So let's do a quick. It's been a little while. And since Carlos missed the last episode, let's do a quick recap of the last episode. So I think the big the big thing for our last episode, the sort of main driver was the don't let these people kill us after the bomb goes off situation. So. Mm-hmm. Tax fiddling with uh, with Winnegar's project triggered uh, a bomb that none of us uh, and maybe not even Carlos knew was there until it exploded. Uh, and that started off like a really great evening for Torgor and Road and Tack. Um, so the explosion didn't end up killing anybody, mm-hmm. which is nice. It just softened barely. you all up. Very barely. Yeah, very barely. It just softened you all up for the, the attack by these these strange wizards now we don't know who they are yet and i think that'll be probably part of where we get at the uh the beginning of the episode but um we're not sure who these people are but they do use mind control magic which torgor torgor saw happen many times whether it was sleep or charm 
or or dominate Torgor, uh, you were the target of of much of this magic. Uh, there was a skirmish out on the uh, out on the the veranda. Uh, some people were thrown into the Zonot. Uh, you ended up with where where do we end up? Like two hit points, I think, total for the whole party. For the uh, whole party, there were for the two whole party. Points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tack Tack made uh, Tack made a quick escape. Uh, to go and uh, and hang out with mom, but the uh, but road and Torgor, you ended up in a second location, which was your cousin's unfilled apartment, right? Like it's my dead cousin's your apartment. dead cousin's apartment. Yes, let's be let's be clear yes. about that. Um, so you ended up in this this other apartment with a prisoner uh, who, despite being uh, tied up, uh, was able to use their use their magic to charm Torgor. Into attempting to uh, to release them, uh, which didn't work because Road is too good at tying people up. Uh, I got big Minotaur fingers. They're yeah, tough. exactly. Well, I mean, sleight of hand is not your forte, really. Yeah. Um, and so my sister's also in that apartment, which is yes, that's right. She's not dead. She's asleep, uh, recovering from the explosion uh, and subsequent attack. Uh, and so I think where we ended up with the two of you was that you have this prisoner. Uh, we don't yet know who he is. Uh, Torgor is still technically charmed. So Torgor, your buddy, this prisoner is tied to a chair by road. Sure. Uh, but road is still also your friend. So maybe you just need to get your friends to stop arguing and tying each other to chairs. Um, and uh, road you, I, I think it's pretty clear to you that this person is, mind taking and uh and has has done something to torgor at least uh and so now both of you have experienced this kind of like being charmed by some operative and uh the they obviously they've been following you or shadowing you and waiting for waited for this explosion to uh to strike so that's what's been going on in zone out seven um several blocks away and uh and some some time ago uh, Winnegar, you were witness to an explosion. You saw a, a bright flash of light uh, and smoke rising from your your destination in the zona. And so I think that's where we'll start. We'll start with Winnegar, um, because even at your fastest run, the fight and subsequent escape ha- wasn't long enough that you'd be able to get there in time to participate in what's already happened. So. I guess my question is, having seen that the fire go up in Zonot 7, we we fade in on probably like a big wide shot. Maybe we shoot it on the IMAX lens, right? Like you're you're at one end in the shadows, kind of Batmaning it up on a rooftop. Uh, The the wind is blowing. The rain is raining. And in the distance, there's a glow and there's there's fire. And maybe you hear the alarm go up, the fire alarm go up from a distance. Yeah. Can can I can it be panning in in this rain and darkness? And then we just see uh, <coughs> the flames go up and then uh, we just see the in the shadow right here, two eyes like open. And you know what I mean? <laughs> so we don't even see my face. It's just like my eyes open. Mm-hmm. And then I step out. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And then I, I trip and I go, oh, that's, yeah, that's right. We can go full, <laughs> full on like uh, Batman animated series intro right up to the point where, yeah, you emerge from the shadows and stumble over some trash or like, a, yeah, some, um, some random Golgari asleep on the roof. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I want to make my way down and I want to make wake, make my way to that fire, um, uh-huh. to the explosion. Uh, it's in the direction where I think we were headed, and um, also like it, the 
device could have exploded. Um, cause I'm yeah. And I, I guess the question, I guess what I'm wondering is, um, would you know that? Would you recognize it? Could you, is this like a Kung Fu movie where you can fight someone and recognize their tiger style? Do you know that this is your explosion? Do you have a signature? You know, do you put uh, a little like cadmium in there? So it blows up all yellow. Like what's your, is that possible huh. for you? Do you think, or it, is it just, you slapped it together? Something- yeah, that's not something I really thought of. I know that um, during Wig- Winnegar's paranoia, he attached an is it bomb to the device in yep. case it was like a, as a kill switch, like a literal kill switch mm-hmm. um, in case anyone tried to go after it without him knowing. Yeah. Um, would he know? That's a good yeah. question. And we can always roll for it. We can roll yeah, our, Arcana or, or something like that if you want. Yeah, let's roll Arcana. Okay. Let's see what that looks like. 15? 15. Yeah. For the folks listening to the podcast, the roll was 15. <laughs> 15 was our number. Under the B, seven. This is the finer music of the funk business, and people come from miles and miles around with an almost religious devotion to get on down. I'm spinning the platters that matter just for what happened? Turns out, Where did we go? <laughs> turns out, I can actually dig it. It's true, uh, but I got a train to catch back to Coney Island, so I got to go. Um, right, let's just come out and play, okay? Guys? Come on. <laughs> what? Uh, so what's what's happening here, Katie? Is that we're being old and referring to a movie you've probably never seen? I had to explain that movie to Serena last week. The Warriors uh, is iconic, though. It's it, and I did a really bad job at explaining it. I was like, okay, so there's like tough guys in New York. It's like a long time ago when like people dress up and like costumes <laughs> because you're in a costume. She's like like Batman, and I'm like, kinda, I guess. I don't know, but they have to make it from one one place to another. And there's a lady on the radio that's explaining where they are. And she's like, well, why? I'm like, I don't know. Cause apparently, there's no news back then. <laughs> it's a very good movie. You should watch yes. it. And the video game based on it is actually not terrible. I don't know if anybody also played true. it, but it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Play that. Maybe yeah. No. Anyway, uh, my love of the Warriors aside. Uh, so yeah, you um, you see you see the explosion. You get a 15. Do you recognize the the pattern, or what do you think? Um. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. I, I think I know. Like, oh, this isn't. Is it bomb? Why would an is it like bomb be going off? Like the signature smoke, I guess, of a of an is it bomb? Like, yeah. why would that be going off in a vicinity that I was headed or that I knew there definitely is one? Like, that's too big of a coincidence. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I think it's. I think it's at least it's that reason. It's reasonable. Like, you may not be uh, a uh, expert enough uh, at your own, you know, uh, explosives. Right, that might not be your main thing, but you could recognize that it's an is it bomb of some kind for sure. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. I want to head over that way. Okay. And uh, see if I can see what I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you make your way down. Now, are you trying to access the Zonot um, through the, the like main gates or are you going to try to sneak in? Um, ooh, how guarded is it? Is it like. So it's generally. <laughs> So it's generally access to to the zone is pretty open. Uh, you just go in through the guild gate uh, and that's because they have visitors all the time and it's just like a part of the city. But there was just an explosion. So security is likely to be heightened 
Especially given that if you recognize that it's an is it bomb, so too will others. And somebody, somebody in the Simic League is going to be like, the is it are attacking us. Right? Because oh. Blister Coils is right next door. So there will have to be an official re- like this. This is a serious thing. So likely if you if you hurry, you might be able to slip in before security uh, locks down. But otherwise, yeah, they'll they'll probably shut the gates and, and be asking for ID and all that. Yeah, I'm going to try sneaking. I'm okay. try to be a little sneaky guy. OK, so how do you want to do that? Um, so hmm, how long after the bomb? goes off does it take me to get there mm, depends are you gonna you gonna run yeah i want to run it okay make a make an athletics check why do i think winnegar runs like phoebe from friends <laughs> i mean because because that's yep. because that's how he does it <laughs> yeah that's how it works athletics Get a five. Get a five. Okay. Winnegar has not been going to the gym. Um, <laughs> so, Winnegar is doing too much work at the gym and not enough working. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> so you you don't make it to the front door before the the is it like guards show up. So there are some um, some like project uh, guards that arrive and the Zonot obviously is technically under the jurisdiction, just like all of Ravnica is of the Azorius, but every guild has their own, um, their own security. And so that's what's happening here is that, so you see, I think two um, like merfolk uh, or tritons, which ones have legs, tritons, I guess uh, you see them uh, with their, they've got their like coral spears uh, and their armor and they're, they're in the middle of, uh, of closing the, closing the gate. And already there's a little crowd of people outside, even though it's the middle of the night, there are some, some gawkers and hangers on and people who are like, Oh, I was, I was just coming home. You need to let me in. And so one guard is basically putting their hand up, like, hang on, we got to close the gates shut until further notice and the other guard is like pulling the the chain that is pulling the gates closed and you see this as you come around yeah. the around the corner uh as i come around the corner and i see them like i'm like looking back and forth like looking at the crowd looking who's getting in and apparently no one is yeah. but there is someone getting in and that's the guards mm-hmm. uh so i want to like pull up my hood cast a sky self and then take off my hood and i kind of look like one of the guards or one that I remember uh, maybe not so much because this is like a racial profiling thing. Uh, <laughs> well, so there are, there are Vidalkin. You're lucky because you're sneaking into the guild that has, I think like maybe the second most or third most uh, Vidalkin in it to begin with. Um, the Vidalkin tend towards the Azorius, the Simic and the Izzet. So you have some, you have some room. Gotcha. Um, so uh, you can disguise yourself as like just a guard dressed like they are or. Yeah, I, I, I want to do that. I want to be dressed just like they are. And I want to make my way through the crowd. And right when I get to the front, I want to turn my back to them and like face the crowd and be like, OK, everyone stand back, stand back. Uh, it's like you'll be in in a second. Oh, God. And just like kind of like look over the guy like, can you believe it? Oh. Mm, okay. All right. Um, so they have on them um, some kind of like badge with like a rank insignia or something. Um, do you want to just mimic that or do you want to try to like be 
somebody in charge of them. Do you want to try to rack your brain and see if you can remember what, like how this sigil works and like what would indicate <laughs> that you're in charge? I could try that. Winnegar uh-huh. <laughs> in power sounds funner. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, worst case scenario, you can't remember and then you just, uh, you just, leave. you just leave it and you can, you can still mimic them, right? You have that backup. So yeah, make a, uh, make a religion check. Cause this is like knowledge of, uh, of guilds. Nice. All right. Yeah, you do oh, it. Very yeah. good. That's a, that's a strong 19 for the audience at home listening to the show. Strong. 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 <laughs> strong. He's on the green. It's a par Lieutenant four for this religion check. So are, yeah, what are you gonna do? How how much do you wanna how much do you want to uh outrank them? These guys with a nineteen, these two, uh, they appear to be of equal rank. Uh and they're they're basically the equivalent of like privates, like if this was the military. They're just like gr- uh, they're grunts. Um, do you wanna be slightly above them, like a lieutenant, or do you wanna be well above them and, and pretend to be like a captain? Yeah, I want to be well above them. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because chances are they know who their direct person to contact is or, you know, tells them orders, but they might not be in contact with an actual captain. So they might not question that. Okay. Uh, right. it's wrong. Like, hopefully that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. So we watch we watch as you don your magical disguise, the, the uniform of a Zonot guard, and uh, you you stride up and the the crowd I don't think and there's maybe like when I say crowd it's not like you know fifty or sixty people, it's maybe like a dozen at this point. And mostly they're just looky loos who want to be like, What happened? What's going on? Uh, they don't really notice you, but the guard with the trident that's kind of trying to calm everybody down sees you and makes a face that you've seen before it's the face of oh god it's oh thank god this isn't my problem anymore it's like oh good the boss is here you tell him boss uh so you see this look of relief pass over the the uh, merfolk's face as you as you walk up okay uh so uh kind of like tenses up just a little bit and he's just like okay winnegar now's your time to shine be the boss you can be the boss because you are the boss. Oh, who's the boss? Mona? No, Winnegar. <laughs> and uh, then he just announces to the crowd. He's like, um, in a gruff voice, uh, he's like, people, people, uh, if you can just be calm, we're going to be holding you back for a couple more minutes till we get the situation under control. Well, until these gentlemen get the situation under control, and I'm going to wink at one of them like, like, yeah, you guys are on the level. Mm-hmm. I'm a cool boss. Winnegar still wants to be a cool boss. Yeah, uh, right. Even <laughs> when you're pretending to be something, you'll never see these guys again. You're you're yeah. still like you want to get invited out for beers with the guards afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you need to, if you need to get in somewhere and you need to get going, you got to give us an hour. Don't worry, we sent someone out for pastries and coffee. This is going to be a long night, people. Someone, long- someone in the crowd says. But I've got experiments in there that need tending to. You you have to let me in. And you see you see somebody pushing their way through the crowd. Uh, and it's uh, it's a Simic Vidalkin. Uh, they're wearing um, robes that I think I'm gonna I'm gonna we'll let it roll on that 19. Uh, they're they're some kind of like researcher. Um, their their robes indicate that they they probably are uh, in like a teaching position uh, in the in the Zonot. And so you see this Vidalkin, and he he pushes his way through. Uh, and he, he looks at you and he says, um, 
I understand we have security protocols, Captain, but you have to let me in. If I don't tend to my experiments this evening, well, you don't want to be held responsible is all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, this is important in Winnegar's mind. Like, <laughs> oh, experiments. Yeah, like the people at the hospitals, whatever. Like yeah, people wanting right. to get a good night's sleep, whatever. But this guy said it's important and it's an important experiment. So when I was like, um, uh, oh, 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 okay. Um, where exactly is your research facility? And he, he squints at you and he says, Captain, that information is classified. I don't know if I can help you if I don't know the information. It might be near the sight blast for all I know. And yeah, and so he he looks up and we we kind of pan up to see the the smoke like pouring up from uh, Rhodes' former apartment. And uh, and he says, yes, about that, Captain, are we in danger? Should we be concerned? And he says it loud enough that the rest of the crowd is like, we're in danger. Oh, what's going on? Are we under attack? Who who did it? Is it what's going? And so they, they all start to get like kind of loud. And you notice even even the guards, like the one guard has finished closing the gate um, and the two guards are looking at you like we're under attack. And they're, they're kind of like holding their their weapons like warily. Uh, <laughs> Winnegar, uh, his eyes like open just a little bit wider and he's just like, Oh my God, this is getting out of control. I need to have more respect for authority. They're under a lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but so he, he just says, no, no, no. It was just an accident. No one is in danger. We just need to make sure that everyone is okay. We can't have people going onto the site that we don't know, sir. If you don't know, if you can't tell me where you're located, I can't help you. And he, uh, okay, make a, make a, um, make a persuasion check, I think. Persuasion? Yeah. There's Actually, no like oratory. It doesn't matter like yeah. the size of the crowd. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Yes. Yeah. Winnegar got a 22. Incredible 22 for the folks at home uh, <laughs> listening to the podcast. That's <laughs> good. That's good. We've gone from golf announcer to racing horse announcer. <laughs> Coming around the bend, it's uh, Carlos Luna with a 22 pulling from the pack. Yeah. Night of oats and hay for the last few weeks. <laughs> He's been really pull it through, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from downtown from now every time everyone rolls you have to shout from downtown before you do it. from downtown <laughs> from downtown so, so winnegar you you get you get the persuasion you you win you get the 22 and this is this is like you are you you seize control of the of the moment socially so what does that what does that mean does it mean the guy tells you does it mean the crowd calms down like what what do you want them to do basically when you, um, you persuade them i think this guy calms down and whispers the area where his he doesn't tell me exactly i feel i got the feeling that this guy's never going to tell me where he is but he tells me like the low like the area in which his research facility may uh, or may yeah not. yeah okay all right so he yeah he he takes as everybody starts to get like kind of riled up he he does that thing where he's like i'm i'm an important scientist and you're the captain and all of these other people are irrelevant plebs so I'm going to we're just going to talk quietly and I'll give you what you need to calm them down. So don't worry. We're like we're in it together. And so he, he leans in and he, he says, um, 
I can't, I can't tell you the location of my laboratory, but it's in. And then he gives you like a meaningless address within the Zonot and, uh, and kind of nods at you like, so now you can do your job. You can let me in, but keep them from coming. Uh, so I'm going to like nod to the guy and then I'll be like, uh, people, um, you're under great hands. I'm going to take one of your representative here, show him around, make sure everything's safe. And I'm going to send him right back to you with a full report. And then uh, I'm going to take that dude and leave. Okay. So you're going to escort that guy inside. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, the, um, as you, as you go past the, the guard is opening the little like smaller, like locked door as he opens it for you. Uh, you and your guest go inside and he uh, he reaches out and kind of like grabs your sleeve. Um, but if he if he touches you, he'll he'll realize it's a illus- it's illusory. So he's like you you see him like reaching out to, to be like Kevin and like to stop you. Uh, what do you do? Uh, why does he touch my sleeve? Because he, he wants you to, to stop. Like he's trying to get you to like, like hang on a second, Captain. Um, so he, he oh. just turns to reach for you to be like, wait a sec before you leave. Yeah, I'm going to uh, stop and jump back and be like, listen, you don't tell me to stop. I tell you to stop. And I'm very scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, he, he kind of make it, make it, uh, make an intimidate check. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. So he, he takes a step back and, and, uh, scowls like he, he was just trying to get your attention. Like you've, you've, offended him it's not that he thinks your disguise is off or something but he just like oh this captain's a jerk i see how it is uh and he uh and he says um it's just captain people are going to be asking questions and i need to be able to give them answers are we are we under attack sir uh can i roll insight on this guy what kind of yeah. vibe am i getting from yeah, him sure yeah. like Am I feeling like this guy is like messing with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. 17. Okay. 17. Wow. So <laughs> on the green. On the green. <laughs> this is a very important inside role for Winnegar. Uh, I want it to be calm so the poor podcast listeners, they're not like listening to each right. other. They're like, 34. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the, the last one was the only one. I'm so sorry, but the last one was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, sorry. This is this is both a DD podcast and a Just Blaze mixtape. So, <laughs> uh, so okay. So it's the seventeen. Um, this this guy is like legit. It's both legitimate concern for himself and for the the people of this Zonot. He's thinking about he's thinking about all the little tadpoles that live in the Zonot, but also like personal concern. Um, you get the impression that if you say, no, no, it's just a routine, like explosion, then he's more likely to do his job. But if you give him the impression that, that there, there is an attack or that there is some danger, then uh, he might be inclined to like find an excuse to leave his post because maybe he has people in the zone out that he would want to be like, I have to go check on them. Gotcha. Uh, so I just want to tell the guy, uh, I want to be like, um, it was a maintenance explosion, but we are investigating every area. You can never be too sure these days. Ever since the capital, on fire, right? So yeah, he uh, he he nods and he he uh, he says, um, 
I just, if we, um, if we are under attack, sir, I feel people deserve to know and they deserve to know who did it. And he kind of like, you can see him trying to decide whether you're like, okay to talk to you or not. Uh, if you give him a little push, like, you know, we're buddies. He might, he might open up a little bit. Like he's got more he wants to say, but he's not sure about you. Yeah. I'll ask. I'll be like, what's, uh, troubling you private. And he, uh, he looks over at the other guard. Uh, and he says, uh, well, you just, you hear things, sir. That's all people talk. It's been a strange few days. Uh, so Winnegar's interest is peaked right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's this, there's this scientist on the other side of you. Who's just like, I have to go check on my stuff. <laughs> he like looks at him, but at the same time, Winnegar's not even annoyed. He's just like, Oh yeah, that dude does have to check on his stuff. <laughs> it could be a Chia pet for all I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important. Uh, but Winnegar like turns and the other guy, and he's like, um, he's like, it's like, am I missing something here, Private? Like, uh, and the uh, yeah, you you see you see him make the decision, and he shakes his head, and he says, uh, "No, sir, I'll get back to my post." Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna walk in, but that is like stuck in me right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like it. I really want to know what, man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go in. I, I think Winnegar would go in, but like he's super curious now uh, and wants to know, like, what is what is their paranoia? You know what I mean? I know mm-hmm. what my paranoia is, but what are, what are the police paranoid about? Yeah, you know? what's yeah, what's everybody thinking right now? Because there is, yeah, it seems to be maybe there's there's more to it than this. Maybe it isn't just you know this explosion, though certainly. That's of interest. So by the time you get into the Zonot, the the alarm is is in full effect, right? There's uh, there's the the this, like a bell ringing probably, and um, you know the the fire department is getting ready to go and deal with this issue, and and I think at some point some guards like run past you. Um, but are you going to escort the scientists as far as as far as like the university, like as far as where they're going? When we're out of range of the first guards or whatever, yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna turn to the guy and be like, be like, what's your name? Uh, yeah, he definitely has a name, which I. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to be able to track him in the future. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, Let me get a and, name for this guy. <laughs> and uh, I want to basically say like. I'm doing him a favor. I want to be like, listen, I can tell that you, you think this is, this experiment is very important. And I tell you what, my legs can't move as fast as yours, but if you want, you have my permission to go on ahead of me. Okay. Like okay to run. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. So his, uh, his name, he's, uh, his name is Dr. Yurik. Ooh. Uh, and Dr. Dr. Yurik, uh, yeah. When you, when you're like, you can go, he looks up cause remember the zone. So when we, when you're inside, when you're inside that front wall, it's essentially like a massive hole. It's a sinkhole. Um, it's a cenote, but we've built walls all around the outside of it. And so 
your uh your your explosion is somewhere kind of in this vicinity like somewhere in the the habitats that are under this this area uh over here um and so you're you're kind of walking along the the inside of the gate you've come in you're walking along he wants to go this way because he's heading up towards the university um so you he looks back across the zonot and there's this like layer of mist kind of rising up from it and you can see the smoke still coming from the uh from the fire and he looks at you uh, and he uh, he adjusts his robes and he says, um, well, well, if, if you think it's safe, Captain, uh, I should go on a lot. And I'm, I'm sure you have important things to do. Yes, I obviously have super duper quadruple important Captain oh. things that I need to that I need to do uh, with with other captains because. <laughs> I'm a part of the captain, the captain club. Um, uh, sure. Good, good. We get together <laughs> to make things happen for, uh, to Neil and, uh, <laughs> so let's, let's have you roll. Let's have you roll your, roll your deception skill here. Uh, and this is less, this is less about, you can do it with advantage and it's less about him being like, wait a second, you're not a real captain and more <laughs> whether or not you will leave any kind of impression on him whatsoever. Oh. Oh, that's um, good. Deception? Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. Nice. Twenty-one. Twenty-one for the listeners at home. Also <laughs> letting them know this is where this bit dies. <laughs> Beat twenty-one. Beat twenty-one. So you get your twenty-one and he will unless you like the next time you see him. Uh, if you're not in your disguisers, no, he just won't recognize you. And if you come to him, even if you come to him as a captain again, it'll take him a minute to be like, oh, you're that captain from the other night. Uh, you Otherwise, you will you will slip from his mind as he runs off to tend to his spore samples or whatever it is that he has to deal with. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he thanks you for uh, for getting him in through the gate uh, and, uh, and says, uh, good luck with whatever it is that's going on up there. Good evening, Captain. Uh, and he, Good evening. He, he heads off. So you're now alone uh, inside the the sealed uh, Zonot Seven, um, and uh, you can see where kind of all the attention is. Uh, and I I think this is the part where we see when we when we sync up with the the last episode, you can see that the um, there is a up on the on the side. There seems to be a, a group of figures, kind of you can barely make them out because it's dark and they're at at, uh, at such a distance. Uh, you see um, there's a fight going on and you see somebody get thrown over the edge of the balcony and, and fall this tiny little black dot, just you fall down into the zone. And there's a splash. What the crap? Yeah. Um, I can't make anything out though. Not at, uh, not at this distance. Uh, no, you have, you have pretty good, pretty good sight, but uh, you'd need a telescope or binoculars or something. And that's the direction of the smoke, right? Yeah. That's like right at the. It's right okay. at the scene of the crime. Uh, I'm gonna start hustling, speed walking over there, uh, <laughs> and just be like, "Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> and just head over. Okay. All right. So you're gonna make your way, make your way over in that direction. Um, yep. And haste is more important than uh, than staying uh, hidden. Is yes. that true? Yeah. Okay, let me just check something. Let me just check something real quick here. So your disguise. Okay, it'll last you an hour. So 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll likely, it depends. So if you hurry, if you want to hustle, you might have a, a few minutes of, uh, of disguise left. But if you, uh, if you want to try to stay hidden, then, um, you probably won't. You'll probably end up as uh, end up as back in your Winnegar outfit. <laughs> outfit. I'm me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to try to hustle, and if it wears off, it wears off. I yeah. Guess. Okay. All right. Um. So in this case, the the Zonot. This is a um. It's a pretty significant. It's a pretty significant thing, right? Because the fire is spreading. Um, they are, uh, there, there's people like rushing to attend to it. This is all happening quite quickly. Um, but it's pretty far away and you're not familiar with the zona. Like you, I don't think you've ever been here before. And the Simic don't exactly build these places in any way that makes sense to anyone other than them. So there are hallways that don't go anywhere. Uh, there are places that are clearly like under regrowth. And so you have to like find another way around, uh, lots of detours and whatever. So let's. I think I feel like there's a skill check here, but it's not athletics. It's not stealth. It's like survival, I guess. It's like how to how to like make your way quickly through a maze, basically. And I I think survival would probably be the one that covers that. Ooh, okay, cool. That's neat. Let's try survival. I'm just gonna, I mean, make you roll every skill on the list before the scene is over. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so 13. Okay. All right. So yeah, I think that, that it does take you like nearly the full hour because of all these like switchbacks and weird hallways and you expect there to be a door, but there's a sphincter instead. Like this place is very strange, but eventually, yeah, you, you make it out and you, you come out of a, a curve, like coral stairway into, uh, into the, the, the areas uh, that run under these waterfalls here. And on one side, there are all these doors. We've seen this lots of times before. Um, this is the hallway where, uh, or the the little um, veranda kind of area where the entire last episode took place, where that fight was. But the fight is now over, and the area is covered in uh, covered in water. Uh, somebody has um, like the fire is out, and uh, the it looks like the fire brigade has has come in and, and cleaned it up. And you do see that there are uh, some more guards standing in this. He's like puddles of water around this, this apartment. The whole area smells like, uh, like a museum explosion, uh, which most of them don't recognize. Probably. Uh, it also, there's also the smell of like charred, uh, like wood and, um, uh, like burnt fuel, burnt up fuel. Um, and there are some guards standing around. Uh, you recognize the, the uniforms. Um, and, uh, you see that they are, uh, joined by, there is an Azorius, uh, official of some kind, uh, and they, they seem to be talking. And if you can real quick roll insight for me, Winnegar, I just want to give you some emotional subtext, like the body language of the characters, uh, 12. Okay. Um, you can tell at a glance, which of the, which of the Zonot guards is in charge. Um, there's like a Lieutenant, uh, she is a, um, a hybrid of some kind. Just kind of semi semi transparent, um, and she's talking to the Azorius, and the body language between the two of them is tense. Uh, this has a very "Don't you jurist my diction" situation going on. Jeez always. Yeah. So you peer around the corner, and that's that's what you see, and that's kind of what you uh, what you, the vibe you get. It appears that they are investigating the scene of the explosion. Are there other people around? Like looky lose uh no they have they have cleared they've they've you had to slip through a side hallway to get here 
Um, this area is uh, off limits. Basically, everybody who is in their apartment has been told to go back inside and stay there. And then uh, no one is supposed to be out here. Do I see anything that would make me think that my friends are here? <laughs> like the like, Minotaur horns imprint on the yeah, wall or like, bodies or uh, parts of the device that have blown up and gone places there. Or, there are. Yes, there are dead. But I like that bodies are the thing that makes you think your friends were here. There are definitely <laughs> dead bodies. Yeah, there are. There are several figures with uh, black uh, fabric laid over them uh, lying on the. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so Winnegar like peers around the corner. He sees things are tense. Oh, look, uh, they're laying out blankets for, uh, those rocks where, oh my God, they're dead bodies right there. Okay. Uh, oh, that's not good. Uh, and then he like goes back and, um, like he's like in his head, he's like, okay, well, you got to figure out more, but, um, I mean, man, I made a really good captain, but I don't know if I can keep that up forever. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to cast, uh, invisibility and, ah, nice. uh, try to tiptoe around that crime scene, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Cool. putting my own self in, as evidence, uh, or leaving anything behind, uh, because I'm sure they're collecting evidence at this point. So. Uh, that would I be don't. that would be a really that would actually be a really useful cantrip for like criminal wizards, like one that just makes sure you don't leave any trace evidence. So like you yeah. enchant, you cast on yourself. It's not that you're invisible, but like your hair doesn't like you don't leave hair or, or skin cells anywhere and you don't leave fingerprints or footprints. It's like well, a I, pass without a trace does that. Yeah, I was about to say. So it's like, yeah, it would be like a lower level version of pass without a trace or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or the good wife. I've been watching a lot of good wife guys. Get out of here. Get out of here. She's a lawyer. She's a lawyer for Lockhart and Stern. Okay. I think I'll take my next <laughs> level and good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alignment, good. Class, wife. So uh Winnegar, I, I prefer the chaotic good wife myself. Um so Winnegar, you cast invisibility. You become invisible. Uh pizzicato strings fill the soundtrack. And uh you can now you can now sneak up, make a stealth roll, uh, but make it at advantage. The Pink Panther soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna have to say felt real Pink Panther vibes. Can I see myself when I'm invisible? Uh no. No, no, you cannot. No, you hold your hands up and you're you're see through. Oh man, sleight of hand. Slight no, of hand. you know, yeah, make make a. It's a stealth check, not sleight of hand. Oh, so I think it might be the same, unless you're trained in one and not the other. Let's do that. Okay, but not <laughs> not at all better for just a seven and then a seven. Okay, wait, wait, do it one more time. See if you get trip seven. No, <laughs> yeah, if you get another, yeah, if you get another seven uh, quarters, we'll start spraying out of your CD drive. <laughs> Uh, so let me see. Uh, let me check on invisibility because yeah, me, it might, that might be up to you if you want to be able to like look at yourself. Uh, let's see. A creature you touch becomes invisible boop, until the spell ends. Anything that you are wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it's on your person. Uh, it ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. I don't think you can see yourself. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It must be sad not being able to see yourself. It would also be really confusing. I feel like the whole like yeah. the battle, the depth perception, I feel. Well, right. the thing with invisibility, too, is that like scientifically, the only way to make it work would be to have light bend around you and then you'd go blind as soon as you cast it on yourself because 
You need light to be able to hit your eyes. So you'd be like two little pupils floating around. Oh, but it's magic, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So maybe, you are maybe for everyone else and not me. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I don't, I don't. It super doesn't matter to me, like whether you can see yourself uh, or not. Um, but no one else can see you. To do. It doesn't have anything to do with what I want to do. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, of course, you cast it, and the first thing you do is like look at your hands. Yeah, cool. maybe you're semi-transparent. Maybe you're like uh, uh, the Invisible Woman or whatever. You're like dotted lines around where you are or something, <laughs> so we can see you. Um, I like. That. But yeah, like so you, lines. so you now you, you want to start, you start sneaking and, um, this, the only thing here is like, if they can hear, if, any, if you make any noise or like you're, you're avoiding the puddles of water, so you don't make footprints, but you can, you can definitely get close enough to start looking around. Um, there are several bodies. Let me take a look and see if I have, do you, um, do you remember how many of the, the little goons you guys offed last time? In the hallway, four and something about them disintegrating. One of them got one yeah. of them got thrown. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you killed two of them. One of them got thrown off the thing and is gone. You took one with you, and then yeah, I guess the bodies would be. So there's blood stains, and there would be markers there. But there's yeah, they have body bags, but there's no bodies. And maybe that's what's like weird because there's clearly been a fight here. Um, There's a imprint of a minotaur body on the ground from the dent, <laughs> like the, I would say the velocity at which he hit the ground, activating yeah. like a pincushion of two rounds of magic missile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's clear signs of a fight here uh, at a glance, but uh, yeah, it'll be up to you to kind of put those things together. And then the door has, um, it probably has, I'm trying to think of what like the, Simic. There's some sort of like creature, uh, like a surveillance organism that's been placed uh, next up in the corner near the door. And it's basically just like a little tendrils with a single eyeball that's like watching and remembering everything that it's seeing. Uh, and that's stuck over the door and kind of is watching the scene. And then you can hear inside there are uh, a few more uh, Zonot home guards uh, investigating the scene. And as you walk up, the. Um, the two, the, the guard lieutenant and the Azorius are uh, are talking and um, you you hear the, the end of the conversation where basically it's just like what you thought. Where the Zonot lieutenant uh, says, we don't need your help, right? The Zonot is closed for a reason. And while we appreciate the Azorius's continued efforts in trying to keep Ravnica safe, we take care of our own. We've had what might well be an attack by another guild here. And the last thing that my superiors need is for me letting you get involved. And uh, the Azorius uh, arrester, uh, she, she puts her hands up and she's like, listen, I understand that this is a jurisdictional issue. I understand that you have this problem, but we've been empowered by the guild pack to maintain the law across all of Ravnica. And that does include your Zonot. So I have every right, according to the pact, to be here and to investigate. And you need to let me into that room. And the two of them are just arguing about like whether or not this she can come in and, and take a look around. Okay, things are tense. Uh, so, um, what based on what I've seen so far, what I think my friends are here. Would I like? Am I finding pieces of the machine? Uh, did I recognize the Minotaur imprint as? <laughs> so you're you're outside right now, looking at the crime scene, but the real action's inside, right? Like there's yeah. there's 
it's clear the door has been blown off. Uh, the whole place smells like smoke. Um, you need to get into that room. Yeah, I want to go into that room. Yeah. Let's see what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A thousand uh, jumpsuits. The ashes lay. <laughs> recreation. I'm going to do the recreation scene in uh, Boondock Saints. I'm going to Willem Dafoe that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it was a struggle. <laughs> if you had a if you had a partner, you could recreate the the bunk McNulty murder scene where it's twenty minutes and all anyone says is "fuck" just over yeah. and over. Oh yeah, I, I love s- that. Scene. That scene is like, so good. The window, and then it's like the refrigerator. They tapped on the glass. <laughs> so uh, okay, you know who, get, you know who uh, they get from the wire mm. uh, on the wife? Everyone. Oh really? Oh, my God, you guys, no. Okay, watch no. the Good Wife. <laughs> Do we get a Good Wife sponsorship? I don't know about or I'm I got hired by CBS over the weekend, Perfect. so <laughs> I'm pushing their syndicated catalog right now. <laughs> it's not even on the air anymore. So you, uh, yeah, you you got to get in to really get a look around. If you want to do the full the full CSI, uh, yeah. you have to get in. And right now, uh, that means physically navigating around these people while invisible, not bumping into anybody. And then getting through the door. And I don't know how concerned you are about this little surveillance crassus that they've put up in the corner, uh, but you definitely notice it. It's not hidden. Uh, it, it's a it's a tech thing, right? Can I roll our well, can on it? Like it's not tech in the way that you like the is it for you? The equivalent would be like a brass camera attached to a museum battery. But this is like a living thing with a little brain and an eyeball like it's a little polyp. Uh, and it's, it's job is just to look around and remember stuff. Uh, and then later they'll, so it's, it's the function makes sense to you, but definitely not the way they got at it. Cause they grew this thing in a tank. Gotcha. Someone Would I a- know? Oh, what was that? Someone gave it a name. <laughs> Someone loves that little polyp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> would I know if Kit Kat was, uh, if it can tell that I'm invisible or not? <laughs> like, uh, that that you could make a uh, an arcana check, but because the technology is so different, do it at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Masood? Masood, do you want to? It's a beautiful, <laughs> just stunning, simple five landing a little bit on the fairway. Um, <laughs> I was about to bid $3 on this five. It looked very nice. <laughs> so, yes, you got a five on that arcana check. Uh, Don't know. No idea. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to make my way around these people and try to like tiptoe inside. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to make a perception check for Jackson Polyp, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I feel like if it was a Jackson Polyp, there'd be a lot more of them, and they'd be all over the place. Yeah, they all look different, like minions. All right, so as you approach the the Polyp, uh, it's, it's little eyeball stops scanning back and forth, and it stops, and it looks at you, and it kind of rolls over in your direction. Uh, and you can see the, the, the iris like change shape. Like it's definitely like looking at, at you or it's looking at, um, like something, something you're leaving behind. It might not be looking at you directly, but maybe we see from its perspective, like a, a heat signature of a handprint or a footprint on the floor or like it's, you know, it's seeing other things besides the visible spectrum. Uh, and when it spots you, it starts giving off this obnoxious whining sound. Um, 
And uh, immediately the I don't think the lieutenant notices because the lieutenant is talking to Azorius. But one of the other soldiers or one of the other guards like looks up. <sighs> he sighs and he's like, Polyp's acting up again. And like starts walking over to check it out. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to gun it. I'm going to try to run inside and get away from this thing because it scares me now because I'm too far. I'm too far in to go back. Yeah, you want to just, just like zip into the apartment? Yeah, I want to try to zip right in. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Literally. All right. Sure. So you go in. Uh, I'm going to make, and this is, this is great. I'm going to make a roll for this guard. And the roll is basically a diagnostics roll to see if he knows enough about how this polyp works to recognize the sound that it's making. Uh, he was given it and told what to do with it, but but maybe doesn't know like what it's specifically like worried about. So he goes over and he pokes at it. You want him to fail on this. I'm going to say it's a uh, difficulty. Let's just make it a 50 50 DC. We'll make it DC 10 or better. Uh, and he recognizes that it's picked up on something. And if he fails, then he's just going to assume it's malfunctioning. Gotcha. <sighs> 13. <laughs> so he comes over. <laughs> And he looks at it and he looks at the color pattern because it's like pulsing different colors. Uh, and then he turns over his shoulder and he's like, Lieutenant, Lieutenant, we got a problem. Uh, and both Lieutenant and the Azorius turn. What are you doing? Because you they're going to start searching for someone invisible pretty quick. What are you going to do? You got a, a minute. What do you want? You can dip into the apartment. Uh, you can whatever. Yeah, I want to dip into the apartment as fast as possible and try to come out the other side if I if I find something or don't find something like just kind of be like, Oh, okay. What's going on. Okay. And then I'm out the back door. Like, yeah, that's, it is. That is a great plan. You dip into the apartment and, uh, very quickly realize there is no back door. Oh crap. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you slip into the apartment and, uh, you, you look around. It, It looks like a bomb's gone off in here because it has, um, do you think, Katie, do you think that, that Winnegar would be able to recognize if a bomb went off in your apartment, would Winnegar be able to recognize that it's your apartment? Um, I feel like <laughs> I just I just imagine all these fucking boxes that are like half melted open and you just see like beads <laughs> that are all melted together <laughs> of all the nice embroidered jumpsuits. I was going to say a lot of scorched polyester, uh, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be like perhaps the strongest indicator the i feel like wine bottles could belong to anyone yeah and so i think at a glance i think you can pick that up winnegar you're like oh this is definitely Rhodes' apartment it's pretty small uh there is a um there's there's a second room and then there's a little like living room and a kitchen kind of area and everything is all destroyed and it's clear the epicenter of the of the explosion right you can definitely see where this explosion came from what are you gonna do uh so as soon as I realized, like, oh, this is definitely Rhodes' place. Um, okay, the little fucking thing is going off and pulsating. And uh, where's the back door? Oh, no back door. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Okay, uh, that's cool. Um, so I'm going to get found out at any second. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're invisible. So what will happen is there you, you hear you hear one of the you hear the lieutenants say, um, uh, I think they're they're smart enough to recognize that somebody somebody invisible might be in here. So um, I think that they're probably they're probably calling for like backup. So they're like uh, they need somebody to come up here. We need a um, like a detect and dispel team. 
Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so can I cast a minor illusion to zip past them? Uh, like, you, I think if you cast a spell, you stop being invisible. I would, yeah, that's why I want to like hustle. So you're, like, you're in I the want- room. So you're in the room. There are two guards in here that look like they are, um, like searching the scene. So they're, uh, like begging evidence and trying to figure out what happened here. Uh, then there's two more guards outside plus the Lieutenant and the Azorius investigator. Uh, and the investigator is trying to be like, I can help. Let me in there. And the, the Lieutenant is like, no, no, now you especially can't go in. We have an intruder. Something's going on. Uh, the level of security has been heightened. So there's two guys inside yes. this house. Right you were in this little apartment with two other people. Yeah. There are two, two can guards. I them? Can yep. I see the guards or. Yep. yep definitely. Okay. Cool. Uh, Man, I just want to duck behind something and cast disguise self again and walk out the door dressed as them and see if I can do that. <laughs> okay. So t- talk me through your talk me through your plan here. So there's uh there's a small you're in like a pretty small room. Uh and there is a second room, a bedroom, uh that is less blown up. One of the guards is in here with you. The other guard is in the entranceway to the bedroom because they've been drawn. They're like, oh, there's something going on. And so they're hanging out in this room to see what's going on. Um, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Um, okay. Can I duck behind something? Is there something that I can like duck behind and get like not be seen as soon as my invisibility like wears off like a couch or a cabinet or a bookshelf that fell down or something? Okay. I feel like I have a kitchen island. Yeah. You have a kitchen island? Like I a butcher think so. block? I think, we drew, I think we drew you have the little, like, yeah. There's not a lot cool. of apartment here, but yeah. I think you, if you want to, you want to basically break line of sight with the guards. Yes. Okay. Break line of sight. Uh, use Mage Hand to make a distraction in another room. Hopefully they go to investigate. And I walk out the door disguised as them. Okay. So let me, let me do, I'll do a quick, I'll do a quick little drawing of based on what I remember. I couldn't find the original drawing we did of the apartment, but, uh, essentially uh, I'll just draw over the zone out here. Essentially there was like, there's the little veranda and then there's the apartment itself. And then what do we say? There was like the kind of kitchen and living room or one room basically. And then there was like the bedroom and there was the door there and then there's like the washroom here and then this is the kitchen yeah. that's the bedroom so Winnegar, you are here more or less or you've just come in yeah the door is behind you so there's like a door here and then there are simic here here <laughs> They're there, and then the lieutenant and the the Azorius. That says law right on there. All right, so here, let me change the, your color. I'm gonna make you red so we can tell you apart. Okay, there you go. So this is this is the situation <laughs> at a glance, Winnegar. Uh, they know someone is intruding in this in this vicinity uh, because the little polyp said so. Uh, where are you? Where are you? What are you gonna do? Where are you gonna go? Oh wait, the polyp would know that I'm 
me. The polyp right? may well recognize that you are not. Ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so if I jump. How did you guys get out of here? Uh, I over that thing, I fall down like a freaking waterfall. Well, you're, yes. Yeah, yeah. Many, many stories down. Um, the way they got out of here was to escape prior to the arrival of the 5-0. <laughs> yeah. gotcha. But we also uh, decided maybe we should climb up. Maybe there's salvation at the roof. <laughs> you can climb up. Wait, there's an up? There's not an up. Yeah, is there? yeah, yeah. So so this is this is the side. So if you if you were looking at uh, if you're looking at it this way, um, it's a flat wall that's a series of balconies like a like a hotel uh with an interior courtyard and then there are doors along each level gotcha so what level are we on right now we're on the ground you're no you're quite high up i think i think the guy felt like felt like 16 feet or 16 floors or something it's a long way down into the zonot okay everybody lives around the outside of a hole Oh my god, this is so hard. Okay, um, Donkey Kong is up here, and then Mario's down there, <laughs> oh, no. and then he has to go. There's a hammer this right. way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to do it. I'm gonna try to cause a discre- distraction, and. Um, yeah i'm gonna try to cause a distraction in that bedroom and then poke my head out the door and tell them that we need backup in here now they're in the bedroom and then try to zip zip zap my way out uh which i might have to climb down or climb up yeah um okay sure Great. Let's figure this out. So you uh to walk me through this walk me through this plan as you do it one thing at a time Okay, so I duck behind something that's fallen, like some debris, and I okay. get out of the line of sight. Sure, uh, and mostly, mostly that's happening like back here. So you want to like sneak over into the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. All right. Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Mage Hand. Uh, have it uh, like I imagine I can see into that bedroom because it's blown up, right? Like um. Or- Mm, that's a good question. Are the walls still intact? I assumed everything was like hollow in here or uh, the walls are still, I think the walls are still intact. Yeah. Okay. Um, huh. This is harder than, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now Mage Hand 2 is, Mage Hand is not invisible. It creates like a, they'll be able to see it. Yeah. But does it start with me or just starts no, no. where I want it to start? Yeah. Yeah. You can conjure okay. it at any point within range, anywhere within 30 feet of you, a spectral hand will appear. Cool. Can I see into that bathroom? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to uh, spectral hand into that bathroom and jiggle the handle and have uh, the toilet start going. Do they have <laughs> plumbing? in? <laughs> yes, absolutely. The Simic, the Simic would definitely have plumbing like for cool. sure. Yeah. I'm going to mess with the plumbing. I'm going to jiggle handles. I'm going to turn knobs and water will be going places and, and whatnot. Uh, and then, uh, well, poltergeist. I love it. Yeah. Right. That's what I was thinking too. Can you write red rum on the mirror? <laughs> okay. All right. So you're going to cause, cause a distraction, uh, in the, yeah. uh, in the bathroom. Okay. All right. I'm going to 
cast disguise self so I look sort of like one of those guys. Yeah, well, let's let's walk through each step. So you you yeah. cause a commotion in the bathroom. Um, I'm gonna make perception checks real quick for these guards. Um, because there's already some noise going on. Uh, so let's see, let's see how they do. They have a plus two on their perception. Okay. Okay. All right, so to notice the distraction, I think we'll say uh, like 10 or better. So the one close to you and the one farthest from you. The, okay, so the one over here, that's good because this one hears something, comes around the corner and uh, and turns around to this other guard and, and is like, what was that sound? And the other guard's like, uh, I didn't hear anything. And then it's like, I definitely heard something. I, I think it came from the bathroom. Go check it out. And then it's like, no, you go check it out. And the two of them are, are talking. And they're like, you're not the lieutenant of me. And they're like, well, the lieutenant's busy and I heard something. And they're like, they're having this like brief discussion. And then finally the, the guard that originally heard is like, fine, get out of the way. And like pushes past you and goes into the bathroom. This other guard is standing here, leaned on the, leaned on the corner, looking up at the lieutenant and the Azorius arguing about whether they should come in, and the polyp is still like, somebody's in there, go check it out. Still making, like, irritated pet noises. Oh, my God. These idiots. Uh, now, you're still invisible, so you can move around relatively easily without anybody noticing you, aside from Jackson Polyp. Okay. Uh, God, I just... <laughs> It's so hard because that one guy is just in the way. Um, oh, actually, that's true. You're not invisible anymore because yeah. Mage Hand broke you. You're just hiding. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> you just like crouch right down behind. Okay, perfect. Good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Uh, what can I do? What can I do? I don't want to hurt these fine young men. I mean, I was a captain earlier today, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. These are my people. I'm really I enjoying. Guess. I'm really enjoying Metal Gear Winnegar over here. This is <laughs> nice. No, no. Uh, I cast this guy self as that captain again. And <laughs> you're just gonna wait. Hold on. So you want to cast this guy self on yourself and then just stand up and be like, "I was here all along. You're captain." Yeah, like you fools. I mean, you fools. Let me. Okay. Well, hold on though. So let me look at this guy self. If this guy self has a um. Uh, verbal oh, yeah. component they'll hear you casting it oh, yeah it has a verbal component so they would hear someone casting a spell behind the 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 knocked over couch or whatever behind okay, the kitchen i'm island. not gonna do it not yeah. if they can figure it out before well i guess <sighs> man do i have to shoot my way out of this <laughs> this, is like nightmare. this is a horrible nightmare um do you have any, uh, do you have any like, uh, knockout spells? Do you have any spells you could use to like, uh, knock anybody out or I guess sleep? Kill yeah. Kill them quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be, I would have to take out all these guys very quickly. Um, yeah, it would have to be like less metal. You're solid and more John wick. You just come out yeah. shooting magic missiles at everybody. <laughs> oh no. How? <laughs> so you're just you're hiding you got in but now you can't get out and you're hiding behind this island and just sweating just like oh no 
Just wait it out. Just stay there for hours. They have to leave eventually. <laughs> They'll never look around the back of the island Crawl again. into a cabinet and hope they don't open it. <laughs> so I will die if I go over the side of this rail. Right? Uh, you will. You will take the maximum amount of falling damage, uh, <laughs> which in this case I think caps out at 10, 10 d six. Let me see. <laughs> Let's take isn't it, isn't it a D10 for each 10 feet you Yeah, fall? it's let me let me look falling. Here we go. Yeah, it maxes out. You'll reach terminal velocity, maximum of 20 D6. Maximum <laughs> of 20. So every 10 feet, what did I say? You're on the 16th floor. Uh and a floor is what, like eight feet, give or take, 10 feet. We can round it up. So so 16, yeah, 16 D6. Hypothetically, if you fell off the edge right now. You would take 65 damage. Oh, that's good. I didn't kill myself completely. <laughs> yeah, like it's actually not too, like I was saying not too. It sucks. You you have a chance of dying, um, yeah. but falling like once you reach terminal velocity, a certain level, it's not actually that dangerous to just <laughs> fall. Yeah, like the movie Terminal Velocity. It was good. <laughs> um, oh, my God. OK. Um I don't know what to do. Has anyone ever given themselves up to the police in D and D before? <laughs> and that it worked out well. <laughs> well, has, that, has anyone ever been processed in D and D? So let me just let me just I'll remind you of your 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 current situation. So uh, there is some jurisdictional question about whether or not this is a purely uh, a purely simic affair. Or the Azorius have some say in it. They're kind of pulling the like, well, yeah, you're the local cops, but we're the FBI thing. Um, there is a, ch- I mean, literally the the explosion was caused by an is it device. If they find uh, a member of the is it league at the scene of the crime, it will not look good for you, Winnegar. It will not go well uh, for you. Um, but what if you're an is it consultant doing some crime scene investigating? <laughs> <laughs> with with no no official bay paperwork to back that story up. Uh, yeah, um, that that guy that I let in was he? Is it or Simic? Simic. Yeah, he's a Simic. He Simic. Yeah. Okay. Um, man. Or you could just disguise yourself as me and just be like, "Oh, it's me. I passed out here on the floor." <laughs> <laughs> well, here, why don't we why don't we save why don't we save by the bell this thing and and we'll give yeah. you we'll give you the break to ponder on it because we're doing oh, anyhow. No. This is hard. Yeah. So we'll I let we'll let Winninger we'll we'll let you all stew in anticipation for a few minutes while uh, while Carlos tries to figure out how to get out of the very very hot water. Uh, that he finds himself in, or take sixty-five damage. Yeah, or or jump. Yeah, or jump off and take sixteen d six damage, uh, and land face first in the water. We'll see. We'll see if you can you can decide whether it's a Lara Croft ending or not. Uh, don't go anywhere. We will be right back with the rest of today's episode of Jace Beller and Must Die. 